we'd like to welcome you to our dedicated teaching entitled Trump, Civil War, and the Evil Global Agenda. I don't know how many parts this is going to be. It took me a long time to get all of this information together because it's constantly coming in. I had to finally get to a point where I just said, okay, i got to stop, organize everything, put this in one cohesive format. Uh, it's about 24 pages as far as the PDF goes, but there's also a lot of audio clips, so I have no idea. This is probably going to be nearer a mega study uh, than it is just like a normal study. So I'm going to try to uh, get this done and maybe get this up in hopefully two to three days, depending on how long it is. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and delve into this topic. I've got a lot of questions about this from listeners regarding Trump, regarding what is on the horizon regarding the globalist agenda and I just really felt compelled that I needed to address this subject and try to address it at length and so this is going to cover a lot of different facets of what we're talking about here today so it, it's it is an important one to kind of listen to in its entirety to kind of get the full full picture because this is a very complex subject that we're dealing with here. There's a lot to it. There's a lot of moving parts, as they say. First report is entitled, Signs Emerge the Globalists Are Preparing to Lock Down America. Message to Americans from One Who Cares, Don't Back Down, Double Down. <clears throat> and uh, they, they start off with a quote from John F. Kennedy, Those who make peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable. And this is what we're seeing here. It's almost like any... <clears throat> Increasingly, a move toward peaceful revolution is becoming increasingly blocked. It is becoming increasingly, and, and the globalists are making sure, and you can call them whatever you want, the elite globalists, the Illuminati, they're ensuring that peaceful revolution will not happen. Because they do not want peaceful revolution. They want order out of chaos. The chaos they have created to take us out of the old world order into the new world order. And so this is why we're seeing a lot of what we're going to be talking about today with the inciting of violence and, and um, along those lines. We're going, to, we're going to get into that at length. <clears throat> this report starts out by saying, all News Pipeline received a tip from a reader yesterday that we decided to look into because the mere sound of what we were told sounded so draconian that we couldn't believe what we were reading. Telling us that according to their account at H&R Block, Americans will soon need passports to travel within the United States. We decided to dig a little more deeply into this lead to find out if there was any truth to it. An email conversation with the media representative with H&R Block yielded a sense of manipulation on their part as they were immediately asked, asked a question by them trying to figure out who our sources were, as seen in their response to us uh, below, where it says, we do not comment on speculation or rumor. Can you verify who the reader was and who from H&R Block indicated this information? You know, uh, Of course, A&P will never give away the names of our sources, but we have to ask, why were they so interested in who both our reader and their employee were, well, I think that's obvious. I mean, repercussions, that's why they were interested. And as we found out, some Americans do now need passports to fly within the United States due to the Real ID Act. And I, I reported on that not too long ago. <clears throat> However, the IRS can quickly revoke passports due to overdue taxes. Is this just the beginning? With the global elite who long ago began their attempt to take over America, now sweating bullets since Donald Trump is now only 10 months away from the White House, that's if everything were to, uh, I, I guess, legally proceed in the way that they are right now. If there wasn't some big event uh, to overturn that, okay, I, I wanted to put that out as, as a clarification there. Um, we're seeing more signs that the globalist criminals will not relinquish their most valued prized treasure, which is America. The American people may soon fall victim to their most absolute heinous scheme, a new world order brought about by the busting of America into little pieces. And there's a screenshot here, uh, comes to us from the most recent Donald Trump ad, and it's an outstanding video that lays it on the line. As the advertisement asks, asks did anyone really think those who have been working to destroy our country would relinquish power peacefully? 
and I, I give you a screenshot of this, and it shows like Obama symbol, CNN, Jeb Bush, George Soros, Fox News, Romney, CBS, Disney, Google, <clears throat> all of these different, Facebook, all of these different organizations, and in the, in the center it says, did anyone really think that people destroying America were going to relinquish power peacefully? And that's a good thing to look at as we delve into the subject as far as what is the motivation behind what we're seeing right now with this unbridled, unbelievable push by almost every evil faction of politics, of religion, including the Pope, uh, so many different evil factions are coalescing and coming together with one main goal, and that is to demonize Trump, to discredit him, to... That's undeniable, regardless of how you feel about him. And like I said, I understand Trump's a narcissist. I get that. Okay, I'm not saying the guy's perfect. I'm not saying he's some kind of a weighted savior. So let me get that. I'm not saying that he's a Christian. Okay, I'm not saying any of that. I'm wanting to look at today, what I'm wanting to look at today are the facts regarding this phenomenon that we're seeing. What are the facts? What are the facts in a, of course you could say, well, you're biased. Well, okay, but let's just look at what's going on here. Let's look at the facts of what is surrounding this whole subject without having any kind of, of bias. And that's what I'm here to do today is to actually literally report on this and to report on it on many different levels because it seems to be coming increasingly clear, clearer by the day that there is a very evil, malevolent, nefarious agenda to discredit Trump, to destroy him, uh, to you name it. As long as it is some evil agenda against this guy, they're out to do it. Um, so, let's go further here. Hiring the unemployed to protest is well known in Pakistan, the Ukraine and other locations as they're called color revolutions. Take place across the globe, funded by George Soros. With Americans angry and disaffected, Will we soon witness a leftist-sponsored color revolution in America that attempts to steal our election or worse? We already see that the leftists are going after the First Amendment rights of Donald Trump himself, as seen in the outstanding uh, video below. We, uh, and then it goes on to say, do we think that they'll actually stop there? Of course not, but now's not the time to back down. We're also seeing more signs that the globalist criminals will stop at nothing to ensure that Clinton that Hillary Clinton is in the White House in January. With America now clearly on the edge, with economic collapse ahead of us, and an absolute demon-possessed president in the office working against the safety of this country, Trends forecaster Gerald Salente recently told us that it's time to clean out the district of criminals um, in Washington, D.C. Salente tells us why Bernie Sanders' uh, political movement is literally destroying themselves as they continually disrupt other rallies rather than holding positive rallies of their own. Well, that's actually not even true. Because, as we're going to see later, Hillary is actually the one behind that. Hillary is actually the one that is behind, primarily, I'm not saying none of them are Bernie Sanders supporters, but we'll see that that is actually a tactic of George Soros and Hillary Clinton to discredit Bernie Sanders, and at the same time attacking Trump. But that's that's... Quite a bit later, we'll actually get into that. So, uh, let's go further here. Uh, every time Sanders follow, followers attempt to shut down the First Amendment rights of another American, more and more Americans are being drawn into who they're attempting, are being drawn to who they're attempting to shut down, which is in this case Donald Trump. Now, I'm going to kind of make a little uh, segue off the this primary talk topic just to talk about this subject for a little bit and then we're going to get back on to because this is part of this discussion uh, right now there's two people that have a mathematical possibility of becoming the republican nominee who will be the only one that that will have any chance of stopping hillary 
Okay. Um, obviously, Donald Trump and then Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz would have to win, I believe, it's at least 83% of the remaining delegates, which is not going to happen, okay, in order to get the majority to secure the nomination, okay. Uh, Trump would have a much, much easier path if the voting process isn't rigged, and I believe he's already had uh, rigging go against him in Texas and in Ohio. From, from what I've seen, he's already had that happen. I believe the voting process has been rigged as it is, and his numbers would have most likely been a lot higher. Um, but nonetheless, it's, it's a lot harder for them to rig landslides than it would be for a close... Um, I still think they're doing it in Missouri, it sounds like, because they still haven't really came out and given him the, you know, the win um, in Missouri. So anyway, little segue. The complete history of Monsanto, the world's most evil corporation staffed by society's most hate-filled people. The entire history of Monsanto has been one of creating deadly toxic chemicals. And, and bear with me, we'll, we'll, this is just a short paragraph I'm going to be reading, and then we'll get to more of the subject here. Uh, the entire history of Monsanto has been one of creating deadly toxic chemicals that devastate human populations and then lying about their toxicity while profiteering from the widespread use of poison the uh, widespread use that poisons the planet there's no single greater chemical f threat to humanity and our dna that exists on this planet right now than the monsanto corporation and its chemical poisons are faithfully mirrored by the poisonous personalities and sleaze tactics of its attack dogs who troll the internet to discredit all scientists and activists that oppose monsanto's chemical domination agenda also much of wikipedia is now run by biotech trolls by the way who specialize in internet disinformation tactics like the hit piece they recently waged against gm watch genetically modified watch uh for the full for the full report on this click on the link above i'm not going to go any further into that we we know monsanto's evil i just wanted to get a little little introduction there just to refresh our memories um i have put out more um horrific information about monsanto than any other company probably on the planet they are truly satan incarnate and they truly want the absolute total destruction and annihilation of the human race there is no doubt in that now having said that our next report ted cruz goes all in for monsanto insults tens of millions of health conscious americans by calling them anti-science zealots u.s president presidential candidate and texas senator ted cruz went all in for monsanto on the campaign trail in iowa parroting monsanto's propaganda by proclaiming that gmos are feeding the world oh, the, oh they they can feed the world all right but you know if you want to have your offspring sterilized in two to three generations totally 100 percent and you die of cancer at you know 20 or 15 or 25 and have all kind of horrific diseases yes gmos can feed the world but there's a gigantic price to pay, and that's the extinction of the human, the human race. That's the only thing. So he's proclaiming that GMOs are feeding the world while insulting health-conscious consumers by equating support of GMO labeling with anti-science zealotry. So good old Ted Cruz is basically saying that even the labeling of GMOs, which don't we have that right to know what we're putting in our body? No, that's anti-science zealotry. That's a quote from him, okay? This is showing you what side this guy is on. Now, I could do a whole report on him. I haven't said a lot about him up until now, but I can't even stand to look at the guy. Um, there's something really, really evil and slimy about him that I can't even stand to look at. And I get in my car, and, and I, I turn on Christian radio, and a lot of these radio stations are literally worshiping at his feet they are literally it's a, it's a whole broadcast of attack donald trump demonize him and praising their weighted savior ted cruz okay um so i am countering that with this small report here and, and literally th these are some of the largest now, not all of them, but these are some of the largest mainstream talk radio. I don't, I don't even, I don't have a TV. Um, well, I have one, but it's got like a VCR and I don't have cable on, you know, I don't use it. I haven't even 
put anything in that TV in like years. But I, I just wanted to clarify that. But I mean, I don't watch religious broadcasting or, or quote Christian TBN stuff. I don't even. But all I can tell you is from what I've heard online on on the radio. I mean, these people are on the exact same side as George Soros. That are in the that are in now. I'm not saying all Christians that like Ted Cruz are in George Soros's camp. I'm not saying that, okay. But they are absolutely 100% in lockstep with the agenda. These ministries to destroy and to discredit Donald Trump and to glorify and almost deify Ted Cruz. And we're going to see how Glenn Beck has literally come out to deify him in a minute. So whenever I look at something, and this is why I haven't said anything about this subject really until now, I'm always looking at, okay, let's, let's look at the big picture here. Who, who are the people in the camps, in the, 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 the camp that are trying to annihilate and destroy and discredit and derail Donald Trump? Who are those people? You have the most wicked people and the most wicked governments on the planet universally and we're going to look at that we're going to look at that today condemning him saying he he's the greatest threat to humanity you know since isis i mean all manner of of unbelievable railing accusations including the christian right the quote christian right a lot of them not all of them but a good, I would say, majority who are who are on the, the, the Ted Cruz bandwagon. Now, I understand you could say, oh, you're falling for all this right and left paradigm. And, 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 and don't you realize, yes, I understand the voting process. I'm the one that put out that the voting process can be rigged a long time ago. But like I said, it's harder for them. I'm the one that put out multiple, multiple videos on how votes can be rigged. I'm the one that's that's done all kind of studies on the Hegelian dialectic, Republican versus Democrat, all of that. I get that. I understand that, what we're talking about here. What I'm talking about today, it's it's bigger than that. It's what are all of these wicked, overtly wicked people, wicked governments, wicked religious institutions, who are they all seemingly united against? Now, is that all part uh, there? And then I'll get some that would say oh that's all part of the plan it's all one big trick to manipulate i tell you it's it's the best i've ever seen if that's the case because it appears to me that they underestimated him that they underestimated the kind of grassroots response that he was going to get and and if if he's working with them let me tell you something it's the best i've ever seen it it is it is the best psyop i have ever 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 seen so forgive me if if I am wrong about this whole subject. Please. I'm not perfect. I admit that. I could be wrong. Okay? But I have had a lot of requests regarding this. So I'm going to just basically be honest about what I am seeing with my own two eyes, what I'm looking at, this overall agenda, who is against Trump, who is for him, and it is overtly, overtly, overtly the most evil, wicked people on the planet, the most wicked, evil governments on the planet are universally united against him. That is, that cannot be disputed. That cannot be disputed. Does that mean I think he's perfect or some kind of a weighted savior? No, I'm not saying that. We're going to get to that at the end. How, how from a biblical standpoint how could this be working from a biblical standpoint now, i'm gonna that's the last subject i'm gonna cover in this 23 24 page pdf so again i'm not here waving a, a trump placard and saying vote for trump and he's our weighted savior and this guy could i'm not saying that i'm trying to look at this objectively and look at the facts about what are all the things surrounding this so that hopefully you, as a, as a Christian, can make an educated decision and you will know how to better pray about this situation. Um, 
That's why. So, going further, uh, Ted Cruz goes all in for Monsanto. We, we already read he said that GMO labeling was anti-science zealotry at an Iowa agricultural summit. Cruz revealed that he is, in effect, fully supports the mass poisoning of American people with hidden unlabeled GMOs, cancer-causing glyphosate herbicides, farmer suicides caused by the GMO crop failures, which happens all the time, at least, I think, how many per day in India, and the widespread genetic pollution unleashed by genetically modified crops. He says, quote, we shouldn't let anti-science zealotry shut down the ability to produce low-cost, quality food for billions across the globe. Thank you, Ted. Thank you. Spoken by Satan. This Satan would be proud, you know. He stated, invoking a false claim that actually a wide, which is actually a widely disproven Monsanto talking point. Um, and then uh, Mike Adams from Health uh, Natural News uh, com then put out another link, which is entitled Ted Cruz just got slaughtered at the polls after declaring support for Monsanto. And, um, that happened, I think, right after that. I don't know. It was like the second Super... I don't know if that was after Super Tuesday or the second one. I don't know. Anyway, he's got a whole link on that I put here. Okay, and then let's go further here. Here's a report entitled, Ted Cruz is a Bush by any other name. Neil Bush, here's a picture of him in the, in the PDF I have here for... Um, uh, well, it'll be for the date. March 20th or March 21st, 2016. It depends how soon I get this up. Um, anyway, Neil Bush, the son of President George H.W. Bush, who defrauded U.S. taxpayers out of $1.5 billion in the savings and loan scam and later peddled influence for the Chinese government, who plied Neil with Chinese prostitutes, has formally endorsed Ted Cruz for president. It's a quality endorsement here. You can't make this stuff up, but the Bush-Cruz connection goes much deeper than this. Ted was George W.'s brain when he ran for president. A top policy advisor, Ted maneuvered for Solicitor General in, in the Bush world, but settled for a consolation prize at the Federal Trade Commission. Ted's a Bushman with deep ties to the political and financial establishment. Ted and his wife Heidi brag about their being the first quote, Bush marriage, as they met as Bush staffers. Cruz was an advisor on legal affairs, while Heidi was an advisor on economic policy and eventually director for the Western Hemisphere on the National Security Council under Condoleezza Rice. That devil. Condi helped give us the phony war in Iraq. Heidi then went on uh, to the Bush U.S. Trade Representative as a top deputy to the U.S. Trade Representative Robert Zolik, who hired Heidi's membership in the, who wired Heidi's membership in the Council on Foreign Relations and job at Goldman Sachs. The bailed-out bank then loaned Cruz $1 million secretly to finance his Senate race. Cruz would also borrow an undisclosed uh, million-dollar loan from Citicorp. Cruz has become quite adept at saying one thing, while his history shows him doing the other. And my comment is that's because that's what pathological liars do. They say one thing, they accuse to get the spotlight off themselves, and they do the other. Which is constantly his tactic in debates. Constantly. Rather than the outsider he claims to be, Ted Cruz is the ultimate insider. Former top Bush 41 policy aide and globalist Ivy leaguer. Because he's always portraying himself as, oh, he's, a, he's an outsider and all of this stuff. He, him, and, him, and, him and Trump are both, they're outside and all this other stuff. He's not outside nothing. He's totally yoked up with them. Has been from the very beginning. He is in Satan's back pocket. Okay. So that, that's a bunch of garbage to say that, that, that he's some outsider. Um, he is an establishment insider beyond belief. There is no better example of this than Calgary Ted's actions surrounding the big Wall Street banks and their secret funding of his political ascension. Oil and gas millions, uh, oil and gas millions fund this guy, and Cruz has been uh, gorging at the table of the ultimate insider of all insiders, Goldman Sachs and Citibank. His TPP, 
Trans-Pacific Trade Partnership support is just further proof of this, which, you know, that's an absolute annihilation of, of America on, on just another level there. Um, Cruz and his establishment puppet masters are engaged in an aggressive strategy against Trump. The false narrative, of course, being that Cruz is the outsider while Trump is the insider. Nothing could be further from the truth. It is in the most simplistic terms the power elite have no leverage over Trump. Nothing. Because he's self-funding. Cruz, on the other hand, is the establishment's quizzling, spawned by the Bushes and controlled by Wall Street, who became a strident outsider only four years ago. All of a sudden, now he's an outsider, even though he was spawned by the Bush family. Okay, so, and, you know, always this, I, I just, you know, when you've watched any of these debates, him waving the Bible around, basically, acting like he's so much morally more upright than particularly Trump, and, and, and all of this, he's just so frustrated with all of the, the antics that Trump's put on, and, and he has got all of this garbage that he would even refuse. He will not, he will not address any of it. He won't. He won't address any of it. Even when called out on it, he just ignores it and starts the false accusing again because it gets the spotlight, spotlight off him. That's what pathological liars do, Okay. Whenever you get them in a corner, whenever you start giving them the facts, that is what they do. They will desperately do anything to get the spotlight off themselves. And what that typically will be is accusing the person that is presenting the facts to them. That's how they operate. That's how pathological liars operate. I've had a lot of experience with that in my life. Next report, Soros board member chairs firm running online voting for Tuesday's Utah caucuses. This is the, this coming Tuesday. Smart, Smartmatic Group, an electronic voting firm who, whose worldwide headquarters is located in the United Kingdom, will be running the online balloting process in the Utah Republican Open caucuses on Tuesday. The chairman of Smart Board, Lord Mark Malik Brown, currently serves on the board of of George Soros's Open Society Foundation and has close ties to the billionaire. Now, as we're going to see, George Soros is pretty much at the spear tip of rigging the election, of creating these, these race riots that we're going to be talking about, of stopping Trump. Okay, So now the fix is on. Again, the next state that they're going to try to fix is Utah. And unless, and unless God intervenes... They're going to fix it again, just like they did in Ohio, and I believe they did in Texas. Okay, um, that I mean, the the guy that is the, this is an online voting thing here for Tuesday's Utahs, and the chairman of Smart Tech Board, which is what's in charge of that, currently serves on the board of George Soros Open Society Foundation. And has close ties to the billionaire. The biography of Malik Brown is posted openly on Smart Tech's website and shows close associations between Malik Brown and Soros, a major donor to the Democratic Party and hundreds of liberal and radical left groups. So I'm just telling you the fix is on for that. So if you feel so led, you know, I mean, all of these 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 reports that I bring up on a weekly or biweekly basis are are basically. A lot of those are, are, th are just things to pray about if you feel so led, you know, to do it. That wickedness does not prosper. Because I, I just don't see any upside to wickedness prospering. You know, I just, uh, I've searched it out. I just don't see any upside to wickedness prospering. I don't see any upside biblically, that's for sure. Next report. Glenn Beck says, Ted Cruz is the fulfillment of a Mormon prophecy. Lee Davidson wrote the following article in Salt Lake Tribune about Republican candidate Ted Cruz uh, rallies today in Utah, and this just broke today. Cruz also basked in the praise of two big-name Mormons. Former GOP presidential um, Mitt Romney, his actual first name is Oven. So it's Oven Mitt Romney. I'm sorry, just kidding. And conservative talk show host Glenn Beck. Beck, a Mormon and conservative radio show talk show. So he's a Mormon. He's in the Mormon cult. Um, he's not being led of God. Obviously, he is went. He is he is one of the main ones at the spear tip attacking Donald Trump. I mean, to the point where he said, if if he got him off stage the other day, the stabbing just wouldn't stop. If he had a chance to kill him, okay. Beck said that last week. Okay, um, I put out the the link. You can listen to it yourself. 
we know that Glenn Beck is not being led of God. Okay, he's in the Mormon death cult. He promotes the Mormon death cult. Okay, so his big boy is Ted Cruz. That's that's his his awaited whatever. And I've done a whole study on the Mormons, just key in Mormon in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. If you don't think it's a cult, it is a total devil works-based death cult. Okay, and so are the Jehovah Witnesses, so are the Seventh-day Adventists. They all are. Their, their works-based devil death cults started by demon-possessed devils. That was their inception. That was how they got started, and I document it. I don't have one on Seventh-day Adventists, but I got about a 50-page um, document that documents Ellen G. White and all that garbage with her who started it. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11, verse 3. So if your cult that you're in was started by a wicked, evil person, you know, there's a really good chance it's still wicked and evil <laughs> because its foundation was wicked and evil. So anyway, let's go further here. Um, Beck, a Mormon and a conservative talk show radio host, said he's he always vows to be the worst enemy of politicians who do not keep their promises. He says, I don't have any friends in Washington except these two. He said about Cruz and Utah Senator Mike Lee. He added that they are the first politicians he's ever, ever even endorsed. Beck said that he, like many Mormons, believe in a prophecy that the Constitution will hang by a thread in the last days. Oh, one, one of your, your prophets of old, like Brigham Young, or one of those demon-possessed devils that I went at length and documented how wicked and evil they are. Oh, yeah, one of them. One, one of those men of Satan that, that, that prophesied. He says that he believes that now is that time, and people like Lee and Cruz will save it. They'll save our Constitution. Right. Yeah, lying Ted's going to save our Constitution. Then, the next report, Glenn Beck brings a fasting Mormon child on stage at the Cruz rally and yells, this is the priesthood rising. And you can, you can watch the video. Glenn Beck, uh, uh, Dale is from Provo. I met him just a few minutes ago. This is Glenn Beck speaking. This is what happened at this rally. Um, I met him just a few minutes ago, Glenn Beck says. I want to tell you why I have hope. Dale introduced himself to me, and he didn't tell me this. His father did. Dale has been fasting without anybody knowing it every Tuesday for the last three weeks for the right outcome of this election. This is the priesthood rising. People that are involved in cults, whether they're little children or whether they're adults, should not expect to have fasting rewarded when they're in a cult. Now, he doesn't know any better. I get that. He was brought up in it. I'm not saying he's a bad kid. Okay, I'm not saying that. He's, But he's in a cult. And hopefully pray to God that he gets out of it and gets saved. But Glenn Beck is equating this with the priesthood rising. Because obviously he's fasting for Ted Cruz, obviously, to win because this whole rally being held by Glenn Beck, who's a Mormon, in a Mormon-dominated state in Utah, and he is a Mormon, is all about electing Ted Cruz. It was a Cruz rally they were at. So, remember, though, witches, warlocks, high-level occultists fast, too. In fact, they typically take their religion much more serious than the average Christian. Now, I'm not saying there's not power in fasting, even if you're an occultist. Okay, there is. <laughs> do you, you think they go through all the rigmarole they do with human and animal sacrifice and all the garbage they'll do with what they call ceremonial magic where they got to do this and they got to do that because there's no benefit? Sure, there's benefit. It's called them getting what they want or them getting more power or them getting answer to something or them having revenge on somebody. That's how they do it through things like fasting through things like you know all the other garbage that they do and pull off animal and human sacrifice and all the other ceremonial stuff they go through then it goes on to say um glenn beck talks up his faith in the teachings of the lds church latter-day saints mormons he gave us that book 
so we can so we can protect freedom here i guess uh he gave us that book so we can protect freedom here i don't know if he's in reference to the constitution there um i'm not sure but anyway yeah it's all here if you want to click on the link you can watch the video all right let's segue back now into the main um report here trump civil war and the evil global agenda which is essentially the title of it i had to address the ted cruz aspect though uh, in order to address this topic in totality so let's go further democrats sound alarm against trump dangerous and unprecedented threat leading liberals and progressive groups are turning their gaze away from the democratic party and toward efforts to unite the left against donald trump framing him as a dangerous and unprecedented candidate who poses an existential threat to the progressive movement in the nation ad campaigns are in the works there are calls for massive voter mobilizations and screeds from leading donors circulating within liberal circles major labor groups are organizing their members on the grounds in swing states both the democratic party apparatus top elected leaders are beginning to speak out both collectively and individually in ways that reach beyond standard presidential year posturing the sense of urgency in most corners of the left is very high now this is just one of the wicked groups that are going after trump the democrats i mean they're typically pro-abortion you know they're they're typically pro-lgbt okay they're they're typically pro you know evil pro evil agenda pro kill babies it's a woman's right pro feminazi okay that's where you're typically gonna see now granted obviously i'm wise enough to understand that at this point both the republican and the democratic party are controlled by wicked factions obviously that is the case but i'm talking about from a veneer this is what they typically represent or what they should represent and this is how the democrats identify themselves obviously okay um going further and these are just bullet point headlines okay obama is increasingly involved in the campaign what what does he get involved this for he's you know he's mr on his way out last year less than a year to go why is he well he doesn't want to see everything that, that that he has done to destroy this country reversed he doesn't want to see that and this is what trump is at least saying he's going to do what is he at least saying he represents now could he get in there and become satan incarnate yep he could and then then we'd all be fooled <laughs> i'm not saying that couldn't happen but I'm talking about what is being said if he carried out even half of his agenda of what his platform has been. Can you imagine how good that would actually be from a from almost every aspect you could think about? Even even including morality standpoint? I mean, if 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 things were if he did what he said he was gonna do. Now, he's either gonna have to get in there. And like I said, okay, let's say he gets in there. He's like, oh, fooled y'all. I'm Satan incarnate. <laughs> you know, and he just, he's a, he's a third term for Obama. I, I can't, I can't see that happening, but I'm not saying it couldn't. I'm not saying, you know, so I understand. I am not up here saying, oh, Trump is this and he's that. Um, maybe it's some big elaborate ruse. But I'm talking about on the surface what what is being represented here, what the evil factions that are attacking him are doing, and why they're doing it. The reasons why they're doing it is because of the platform he's running on, because of what he's saying. You know, putting up a border, you know, making uh, better de- deals with 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 trade. Uh, I mean, goes on and on and on, and it's all positive for America. It's all positive in the aggregate for America, and they don't want that. They don't want it. The evil factions of planet Earth do not want it. They want to see America destroyed and annihilated. So going further, let's see here. Um... 
so yes, Obama is increasingly involved in the campaign. He is privately telling his donors to unite behind Hillary. That's what Obama's saying. And then this came out. Kremlin condemns condemns Trump's video for demonizing Russia. Then another video, another report came out. Communist China government calls Trump a racist clown, compares him to Hitler. Okay, we know China is totally wicked and purely evil. Okay, we know Obama's totally wicked and purely evil. We know Hillary is totally wicked and purely evil. You know, Russia's no saint either. Then we have Rothschild Intel Unit equates Donald Trump to jihadi terror. Trump threatens globalist trans-Pacific partnership, which is what good old Ted Cruz is for, free trade deal. The Economist Intelligent Unit, or EIU, a company under the wing of The Economist, owned by the Rothschild banking family of England, has declared Donald Trump as a global risk along with jihadi terrorism, the UK leaving the EU, the Russian intervention in Syria, and the Ukraine, and currency volatility. So, the Rothschilds, the literal number one family in the Illuminati. The, 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 the Kabbalistic Jewish banking families that essentially are the number one, going all the way back into, I believe, the 1700s, the number one family in the Illuminati, the hierarchy. I've, I've heard rumors that literally every day, not only do they, they, do they decide the price of gold and silver in London, but that every day when they eat, they literally have a, a seat for Satan to physically and literally materialize in at their dinner table whenever he chooses to come and give them their marching orders. I've read that more in one place. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But they're, they're at the top of the food chain, pretty much, the Rothschilds. And they're coming out, and they have declared Donald Trump a global risk along with, basically along the same lines as jihadi terrorism. And the UK leaving the EU, because well, then they wouldn't have control. And, and, you know, the Russian intervention in Syria. Why? Because they're pushing back against ISIS and these types of people who they're actually funding. The Rothschilds and these people to destabilize the area, along with the United States. So, of course, you know, they're going to they're gonna go after Donald Trump. So, again, look at who is against him. Look at, it's, you know, stark contrast here. I mean, the most wicked, evil factions of the world system seem to all be on the same page and all totally united against one common enemy and that is Donald Trump. Going further, the businessman and political novice Donald Trump has built a strong lead in the Republican Party primary and looks the firm favorite to be the party's candidate in the U.S. presidential election in November. The EIU reports, this is the Economist Intelligence Union, Economy Intelligence Unit, which is a company under the wing of The Economist, owned by the Rothschild banking family. Just to reiterate that. Uh, the unit reports categorizing his election as a high-impact risk. It's a risk to them and all of the wickedness they have created on planet Earth. Yes. That's where the risk lies. According to the report, Trump threatens free trade, that is to say globalist domination of the markets, and is hostile towards NAFTA, which is, you know, SHAFTA, you know, uh, the Bill Clinton era trade deal that sucked more than a million jobs out of America and produced a $181 billion trade deficit with NAFTA partners in Mexico and Canada. In the event of a Trump victory, his hostile attitude to free trade and alienation of Mexico and China in particular, who, who hate his guts too, Mexico and China, okay, two other wicked countries, could escalate rapidly into it. And that doesn't mean I, mean I believe all the people there are wicked. I'm talking about the people at the top of the food chain, okay, and their agendas. Obviously, they're all on the same, you know, globalist, one world, new world order agenda is what I mean. Going further, um... It could escalate rapidly into a trade war and at least scupper. What a, what a word, scupper. I don't think I've even heard that. Scupper, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which is beyond horrific, like, like NAFTA, um, between the U.S. and 11 other American and Asian states signed in February of 2016. 
The Rothschild unit expects Trump, if nominated, will lose to hands-on favorite Hillary Clinton. Why do they say that? Because they're planning to be on rig the elections. Hillary's rigged everything anyway. She doesn't, she doesn't even have big crowds where she goes to turn out, yet Bernie has gigantic crowds, yet she's killing him. Doesn't even make any sense. Makes no sense at all. Why? Because they're rigging the election. It's just harder to rig landslides, but I think it's easier with the Democrats to rig landslides because of the superdelegates that they've got, where she's already got so much in her back pocket, even prior to even the first vote being cast, essentially. Going further, um, <clears throat> the Rothschilds unit expects Trump, if nominated, will lose to hands-on favor Hillary Clinton. Yeah, because, you know, everybody I know, I don't know about you, but everybody I see on the street is just going nuts over Hillary Clinton. I mean, there is so much ground, groundswell support for Hillary everywhere I go. I can't even hardly get out my door. I mean, it's just Hillary people everywhere. Just dominating, waving their flags, screaming, crying out for four to eight years of, of, of a Hillary presidential run. Oh, actually, no, I just made all that up. I, I don't see any of that. I don't see any of this groundswell support for her i don't see i mean there 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 are a ton of people i mean the, the people in the bernie sanders camp can't stand her i don't even see how she would get their votes a lot of them would said they'd vote for trump before they'd vote for her she's an incredibly nasty person she is a demon possessed vessel of satan with a trail of dead bodies going back so far when, when, when Clinton was, was a uh, governor in Arkansas and all the cocaine they were flying in Amina, Arkansas on, on the C-140s and stuff, the trail of dead bodies that starts from there alone, her covering up all of Bill's sex crimes and then her all her sex crimes, being a rabid lesbian that she is. I mean, you read that book um, about... Uh, Kathy O'Brien, that book, oh my word, she talks about her. She was one of Hillary's sex slaves, and I can't even repeat how debauched Hillary was. Just about as debauched as Dick Cheney. And, I mean, you see these reports from other different MK Ultra sex slaves that broke free, and they're basically the same stuff about maybe different politicians. But these are the most depraved devils that are walking the earth, Hillary being at the top, beyond a pathological liar. I mean, the trail of dead bodies this woman's left alone is just unbelievable. I heard that story the other day. All these, all these people that are coming out that that uh, Bill Clinton assaulted sexually. And they're coming out saying the main one, Bill wasn't the one that came to me, intimidated me afterwards. It was Hillary. Hillary was the one that came to me afterward and said, basically, you know, if you know what's good for you, you keep your mouth shut. Or else, essentially. And there's multiple women that have come out like that. She is a hated individual. And yet, they're somehow rigging the election to say that she's beating Bernie, basically, by a large margin now. I mean... Again, the fix is on, and these are just things to potentially pray about if you feel so led. Because I just can't see any gain in wickedness prospering. And I can't even imagine what this country would look like after eight years of Hitlery at the helm. I can't even imagine. Because that, that devil, whatever that entity is, is pure evil. Let's go further. Uh, okay, I'm trying to pick up where I left off. The Rothschild unit um, expects Trump, if nominated, will lose to hands-on favor Hillary Clinton, who is backed by the financial elite, in particular the great vampire squid Goldman Sachs. Hold, hold on, doesn't that name kind of ring a bell? Well, Ted Cruz's wife, Heidi, um, she's a member of the Council of Foreign Relations, and she got her... One of her first jobs at Goldman Sachs. 
and the bailed-out bank then loaned Ted Cruz one million secretly to finance the Senate race. Huh. I'm sure there's no connection there, and Hillary joked up with them too. Wow. Huh. And then Cruz has been gorging at the table of the ultimate insider of all insiders, Goldman Sachs and Citibank. And he also supported the TPP that we were just talking about, Trans-Pacific Partnership. Oh, I know. It's all, I'm just being a fuddy-duddy. Nothing to any of this. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see. Just move along. Nothing to see here. You know? It's like basically some guy just went on a three three state killing spree and he's piled all the bodies up and lit them on fire and has daggers and all of them and you you walk by and he's like ah oh, nothing to see here just keep moving keep moving there's there's nothing to see here nothing out of the ordinary that's basically what they're telling you to do uh <laughs> this is just unbelievable Despite the EIU's certainty Trump will lose, they warned there is risks to this forecast, especially in the event of a terrorist attack on U.S. soil or sudden economic downturn. They could always invoke that card. Oh, Trump's going to win? Oh, no, no. We're going we're gonna to activate World War III. We're going to activate... We're going to send in the Nihilists. We're going to activate the... Uh, all of the of the Islamic Muslim sleeper cells that have been here waiting to get green lighted. We're going to activate the anarchists, the Nihilists. They're already being activated. They are. We're going to activate the race war. We're already seeing this, so that there won't be any election. Obama will declare martial law, and and that'll be it. He'll be president indefinitely. That's what I really would i don't want to say fear but you know wouldn't it be a good scenario but i could absolutely see them doing this they're going to do everything on the planet to make sure trump doesn't get elected is the point i'm trying to make here that is becoming increasingly obvious every single day and this is why i didn't say anything about this until now i have a little bit different perspective on this after this week um i'll get into that in a little bit because I, I I did some some stuff. Now I'll get into it. I'll get into it in a little bit here. Anyway, um, let's go further here. In the event Trump wins, innate hostility within the Republican hierarchy towards Mr. Trump, combined with the inevitable virulent Democratic opposition, will see many of his more radical policies blocked in Congress. I'll bet such internal bickering will also undermine the coherence of domestic and foreign, pol foreign policy making. In other words, would pose a serious risk to the globalist agenda. Uh, this is basically what this Rothschild Rothschilds are saying, essentially. As previously noted, the Republican establishment is working hard to undermine Trump and is furiously plotting his demise. He, both the Republican establishment and the Democratic establishment are united against him. Every wicked, evil, the, the, the Pope, every wicked, evil faction of our society globally seems to be increasingly united against destroying Donald Trump. That's what I'm seeing. Anonymous, the, the wonderful whatever came out with a video the other day, declares total war on Trump encouraging his followers to hack into all of his sites wage total war destroy him here's a link to it i'm not even going to get into that i don't have time and then the anti-trump ad spending now top 63 million just from one uh yeah 63 million counting any trump ads the airwaves they're 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 spending untold millions to stop him and it's not working then we have jewish leaders to boycott the Trump speech. Let's just go ahead and play this. Donald Trump facing his biggest test on Israel yet. We have a right to silence him. As he prepares to deliver a major speech to the powerful pro-Israel lobby APAC on Monday, the criticism of Trump is only intensifying. One big issue, his posture on Israel-Palestinian peace talks. 
everybody's after this guy. He, this, 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 this Jewish guy says, we have a right to silence him. Since when do any of us have a right to take away another person's First Amendment right? But it's nothing would be said about it, and that's universal regarding Trump, because he is who they're all united against, including the mass um, prostitute, lamestream media that is universally united against him as well. Trump says it's best to be neutral. If I go in, I'll say I'm pro-Israel, and I've told that to everybody and anybody that would li listen. But I would like to at least have the other side think I'm somewhat neutral as to them so that we can maybe get a deal done. Maybe we can get a deal. I think it's probably the toughest negotiation of all time. But maybe we can get a deal done. That has only given fodder to his rivals, namely Texas Senator Ted Cruz. On Israel, Donald has said he wants to be neutral between Israel and the Palestinians. As president, I will not be neutral. You know, we need... Oh, here, here's Lion Ted again. He didn't say he wanted to be neutral. He said he's trying to get a deal done. Will that happen? No. If it is, it will only be because they lied to appease Trump or whoever he sends over there to, to negotiate this. Every time you make a deal with the Palestinians, the Islam, all they do is move the missiles in closer. You give them more land... Land for peace, all they do is move the missiles in closer so they can get a better bead on the civilian population. Time and time again. I hope he wouldn't fall for that. And I don't agree with him about that part, but I understand kind of how he's going at it. He's trying to, to bring peace to the area, but that is never going to happen. Ideologically, they're dealing with a group of demon-possessed devils that are only getting more demon-possessed. And I've done umpteen studies on this subject. Okay? And, and it's not going to happen, okay? It, it, won't, it won't happen. A president who understands the national security interests of this country. In his speech Monday, Trump plans to make the case that he's the most pro-Israel candidate seeking the GOP nomination. I'm making a very major speech in front of a very important group of people. But some don't want to hear it. Some rabbis are organizing a coalition called Come Together Against Hate, with at least 300 people expected to protest and see, this is the thing. This is the fallback position for every anti-Trump group out there. Stop the hate. You know, hate, hate, hate. I am not hearing hate rhetoric from Trump or the people that want him elected. It's not even remotely about that. But see, this is what people like that do they or organizations like that do they just fall to this default position that has no merit and just keep parroting the same garbage over and over and this is just yet one more organization doing that outside of apac's meeting in washington their target trump and what they believe is hateful rhetoric espoused by the bombastic businessman we have a right to not be a party to the ugliness and the hatred and the vitriol that he's been spewing and that he's made a cornerstone of his campaign. Trump allies are pushing back. In a tweet, senior advisor Michael Cohen said the criticism that Trump is a racist is unfair. Shame on the protesting rabbis, he tweeted. This is the Tree of Life, which is a very big award. And Trump often points to the Tree of Life award he received in 1983 from the Jewish National Fund's Real Estate Committee. In 2004, he marched in a salute to Israel parade in New York City. And he likes to point out that his daughter Ivanka's husband is Jewish. I have tremendous love for Israel. I happen to have a son-in-law and a daughter that are Jewish, okay? And two grandchildren that are Jewish. Okay, so we have that. Uh, I think I'm about out of time here for this part. Um, well, let me just go a little bit further. Then we have these other bullet point headlines uh these are all top report all top headlines on drudge this week soros freaks out about trump china warns about trump japan fears new world order at risk kurtz why can't the media stop him a uh, guy named kurtz uh magazine says phenomenon this phenomenon good could go global and actually i didn't realize this until today but actually this trump phenomenon is going global We'll get into that a little bit more later. Now, that's all I've got time because I'm going to play a video next, a little audio clip, and I don't have time to get it on this. So I will end part one, and we will see you in part two.
Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.